What is going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie, and this is episode 393 alongside Jeremy Ross Lopez. How you doing, Jeremy? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good, dude. On this Monday when we record it, summertime. How the hell are you doing? Joining us, Cody Maurice Dorget. Hello, darling. I'm doing wonderful, darling. I'm at my mum's house. Your mum's house? Love it. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. We love mom time in New Jersey, correct? Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. We did a Zumba class today. It was super fun. And I had her watching Drag Race earlier. She was like, she needs to do a split there. Why didn't she do a split? What's going on? No, no, no. (laughs) You mean the instructor? Or, I or was she's like on on Drag Race. Yeah, yeah, on Drag Race. I was like, "What have I turned my mother into?" This is. <laughs> I love it. Well, maybe she can weigh in a little bit later when we talk about the drag brunch gone awry recently. Oh, she would have a lot to say, okay, honey. Okay, <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit later in the show. So much to talk about. We might as well just jump right in and. Congrats to Singapore to finally end a ban on gay sex. Singapore will repeal a law that bans gay sex, effectively making it illegal to be homosexual in the city-state. And the decision announced by Prime Minister Lee Hsien Long, because it's L-O-O-N-G, so Long, on national TV, comes after years of fierce debate. LGBT activists in Singapore have hailed the move a win for humanity. The city-state is known for its conservative values, but in recent years, an increasing number of people have called for the colonial era 377A law to be abolished. Singapore is the latest place in Asia to move on LGBT rights after India, Taiwan, and Thailand. And the government's previous stance was to keep 377A, which bans sex between men, but it also promised not to enforce the law in an effort to appease both sides. But on Sunday, Mr. Lee said they would abolish the law as he believed this is the right thing to do, quote, and something that most Singaporeans will accept. And he noted that gay people are now better accepted and scrapping that law would bring the country's laws in line with the current social mores and I hope provide some relief to gay Singaporeans. Interesting. I mean, I think when we think about our rights here and what's going on in the United States, we often forget about international spots Mm. and what it means to be gay. And I've always known Singapore to be conservative, but I didn't know this law was in effect. But it does bring up notions. So congratulations to Singapore because they, yeah, three snaps to them. But it does bring up the question of travel because over the weekend I was talking to one of my doormen and all of my doormen are from a place called Montenegro. It's okay. a place near places like Dubrovnik in Europe is the closest that I could describe it as. And one of the doormen was saying, you know, you should go, Steve. It's cheap. You, The main city there, there's so much. You could get Airbnb for like 40 bucks a night. And I was all excited. And I went looking through it. And I was looking at spots. And then I happened to just type in Google gays in Montenegro or in this main city. And it's kind of frowned upon in places like that. 
really touching and yeah things like that it's not totally like there's no rules or laws but it is frowned upon certain you know same sex interactions when you're public displays of affection and mm-hmm. it got me thinking would i want to go to a place like that and i think the answer is a resounding no i'm curious jeremy would cheapness and beauty overtake your ability to want to go to a place versus them not being very accepting of lgbt like lifestyle i just don't think i would like enjoy a vacation not knowing the parameters and like the rules and just being risky i i feel like i wouldn't be as relaxed as i would want to on a trip yeah i that's how i'm kind of i mean it's it's weird because we're not weird it's just we all come from new york even where you live in massachusetts i mean liberal places that we've come to know and love our freedom so on our holiday it's kind of like, do we really want to go to a place that's not as progressive? I mean, right. yes, I get it. We don't want to go to replicas, uh, cookie cutter spots like New York City. We get it, people, before you come shouting at us. I want to experience cultures around the world. But mm-hmm. to me, if I'm going to go to a beach resort seaside place, then I don't really want to be worried that somebody's going to frown at me if I put my hand on someone's knee what are your thoughts on that cody that just reminded me of that the sex in the city movie (laughs) (laughs) oh abu dhabi Uh, abu dhabi yeah okay (laughs) yeah Uh, i 100 agree with you guys i have a whole boyfriend if i could not be as affectionate or as loving especially with 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 as much work as i've had to do within my own self to come to terms with my sexuality if i couldn't be as um, affectionate with my partner as i wanted to be or had to be cognizant of oh can i touch you here can i give you a kiss in public here then it it would just ruin the vacation for me and i wouldn't even be able to think about uh to think about anything else or enjoy myself. So I totally agree with what you guys said, but snaps to Singapore. It's really surprising because I thought that area like Thailand and all those things, I thought that area was really, really progressive in their views as far as transgender people and their rights. But I guess not. Yeah, definitely. Thailand is been ahead of the curve for years. It's mm-hmm. just the laws that ah. certain things have been a little bit late to the game, although they are ahead of Singapore. Like Texas, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. But like I said, that being said, if it's a remote part of the world where I'm going to learn about culture, I'm willing to... I don't know, I want to use the word suck it up, to learn about the culture and the other things about the beauty of a place before knowing that their viewpoints might not align with how I live my life. But Mm -hmm. if it's just sort of vacation, then no, I want to go where I can just be free. Like Puerto Vallarta, which is my tried and true place in the world that I always go to. All right. Well, yes, congratulations to Singapore. And moving on, Dakota Payne, you guys, is a porn star. He's also done drag. And now he has a brand new single called Sad, capital S, period, A, period, D, period. You might wonder what Sad stands for. Suckadick is what it stands for. Oh and there's I'm a brand new, into it. Yeah, there's a brand new music video for it. 
with a gay porn circus with the likes of other porn stars co-starring a bevy of fellow game porn stars, including Johnny Ford, Adrian Hart, Jack Hunter, and Michael Boston. Features great costumes, choreography, and we all saw the video. There's So there's two versions of this music video. One, of course, is on YouTube, which we all watch. I'm going to put this on textpodcast.com. And the other one is on Pornhub because... Ooh. Give it, which I think is appropriate. Now, I did a little research to look up Dakota Payne, and I went on Apple Music to see, is this his first single? And it is. And it's on Apple Music, Spotify, and I think it's the first track. It's one. What did you guys think of the track, first and foremost? I thought it fit into today's climate in many ways. And... You know, I would, I could see this song in a gay bar on a video screen for sure. And I liked it for that. I thought it was hot. I would love both versions on it. But what did you guys first think of the song? And then we'll discuss more of what went on in the video, Jeremy. Uh, the song was definitely not my favorite. Uh, I don't <laughs> find it very, I find it kitschy and... I mean, the lyrics are funny, but it's well. Not let me something... read. Let me read a few of the lyrics, and then I want to hear a little bit more. Take a hit, feeling sad? Question mark. Then suck a dick. Grab my hips, lick them balls, and suck a dick. Lick my pics. If you're mad, then suck a dick. Sniff those pits, make them gag, and suck a dick. You get the point. <laughs> yeah. He says things like stroke the head, make it wet, and, and suck a dick. Uh, what else? Is this an instructional video? I'm just wondering. You know, <laughs> it could be. It could be. I'm not mad at it. What else, Jeremy? Or did you think about the song? And then what did you think about the music video, more importantly? I liked the video. It is definitely a hot mess of gay stuff, like the <laughs> uh, the blow-up Rush bottle and the Poppers bottle and him prancing around in lace panties. I like that part. Yeah, there's a moment where I was wondering if you would like where he's got these lace panties on. He's in the splits. And he's both ass cheeks one at a time. He shakes. And I was thinking of you, Jeremy. I was thinking, oh, (laughs) you must be into that. Of course. Yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. I loved the original. It was, I think, I definitely could see this being played in bars all around you know, all major cities. I thought it was a lot of fun. It's one of those songs that is, I mean kind of the times and it's unapologetic and why shouldn't we have gay porn stars putting out music like this as well songs of the moment what were your thoughts when you saw it oh wow i'm currently watching the explicit explicit version and whoa oh my it's explicit well let's talk about the talk about the difference of the two videos (laughs) it is it's lovely there's all kinds of things that i didn't see in the first video (laughs) it's coming and (laughs) group licking of things yeah whoo i'm getting a little bit hot hot and bothering here my mom's in the other room i got The song itself, he did what he could do. Uh, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm not going to judge his vocals. It's a cute, fun club song. The video is cute, and I'm I'm not mad at it. I could listen to it in the club. I don't know if I'm going to download it though. We're gonna see. But is it that different from a lot of songs that are out there? No, I don't want to throw out like Megan the Stallion or some of these other artists that are out there that have songs that are kind of just pushing the boundaries like this or just totally in your face sexual. Is it just Jeremy that it's not 
doesn't live up to like Megan the Stallion no, type I of track. The, I liked that other gay artist. I found that his songs were a John lot. Duff. Yeah, I, I like his him. songs better. His voice is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, his voice I, is beautiful. I, well, love, I love John Duff. We've we we've talked about him a lot on this show. This I think is fun. It it shows that maybe he just got it's a collaboration because when like I said when I went on Apple Music, it wasn't like there was five other songs to sample on there. It was really right. just this track. So this tells me that it's kind of a one off. We talk a lot about this on the show too, where people really need to diversify more. I think it's probably mm-hmm. great for his brand because no longer can you just be a porn star anymore. You have to have an OnlyFans. And to kind of, in a way, make his way into some sort of mainstream culture, I think it's a good thing. I don't know. Yeah. This song is a nice bridge from porn star to to quote unquote pop star. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. I'm I'm excited. I yeah, like Honey it. Davenport is in it too. Just oh, as really? a little shout out too. There's a few drag queens in there. Indigo in Indigo Die, Nix Liter, uh, and a few other drag queens are in it. So shout out to them. Yes. Yeah. So happy all about that, and congrats to him. All right. Well, we got to talk about monkeypox, and the latest is the CDC says they'll give monkeypox vaccines to Pride events. But one might raise the argument, are Pride events over? (laughs) Is this a little bit too late? (laughs) You know, there are Southern Decadence, which I believe just happened, and some other events that are happening in our LGBTQ events coming up. So it might not be too late. On the other hand, this next whole segment that I'm going to talk to you about seems like back and forth with it all, because... Monkeypox concerns canceled the LGBTQ plus concert in Southern Decadence, just this New Orleans Southern Decadence. Um, Cody, have you been to this, by the way? I want to go so bad. I want to go so bad. (laughs) It's in the South. It is just right up my alley. I was wondering. Yeah, I was thinking of you. Yeah. Well, at first we we knew it was COVID. Now it's monkeypox and organizers of a free concert at an upcoming LGBTQ festival known as Southern Decadence in New Orleans have canceled the concert due to the threat of monkeypox. So this kind of goes against what we're talking about. So here we want to like have vaccines at major events and then... Mm -hmm. Southern Decadence goes ahead and cancels one of the biggest events. So where are we? And this is going to be a trend that you're going to see in the next few stories. The larger six-day festival, September 1st through 5th, will continue as planned. So don't get too crazy about this, as it always has since 1973, with the exception of when there were hurricanes. (laughs) Uh, The popular event typically attracts about 250,000 people, but organizers of the concert thought that with the rise in monkeypox cases, particularly amongst our community, that they should cancel it. Monkeypox, as we know, is spread through close skin-to-skin contact. Mm -hmm. The concert is outdoors, but it has big names. Performers like Deborah Cox, Jennifer Holliday, and the Weather Girls have all been you know, performers at this. And it is what organizers Chuck Robinson described as hot, sweaty people gathered in a street for blocks, 21 deep, 
People have their shirts off, they're shoulder to shoulder dancing as they should, celebrating a lifestyle through music and the concert. It's wonderful. But the danger for monkeypox, Robertson told CNN, is at the height of all this. I don't know. I mean, is this a misstep, Cody, in your eyes? Because it's a concert. And are we giving mixed messages about this? We're not saying people are having sex and... I don't I don't know. To yeah. me it's a misstep. I don't think they should have canceled it. I I think they should have canceled it. I agree with what they did. I think it's better to err on the the side of safety than than to regret regret things afterwards because monkeypox is spreading like wildfire. And can I just want to say I think it is so like heterosexual that they're like oh what 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 month is pride month again is it it's august i, I don't know why it sounds like such a straight thing that they're doing like that they don't even know when pride month is they're they're two months late as far as pride is concerned well in 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 uh you know just stand up for to push back on what you're saying there yes i agree this should have happened you know, in June, yep. when we that. knew more about this. On the other hand, Southern Decadence is coming up Labor Day weekend, huge event. There are other, we just talked about the upcoming Palm Springs Pride, which is in November. There's many other events that happen that are not solely in the major cities, like we're talking about San Francisco, LA, New York, and so on and so forth. So Yet where I hear you, it's there are other events coming up. I don't know, Jeremy, what are your thoughts on this? Should they have canceled it? Because it's not like it's a concert, not a sex event. I mean, I'm kind of torn because I've been debating on going to a concert coming up just because I'm not vaccinated for monkeypox yet. So I am weary of that. And so I'm kind of like 50-50 right in the middle because I don't know all there is to know about monkeypox and I feel like they're still discovering new things about it. So that already makes me a little bit more cautious and worried. So I'm not really sure how I feel about it. Well, and I agree with you. And I think that's the issue is that there's so much information coming at it. And half the time it's overshadowing the last information that you got right for example there's a brand new uh study of experts a cadre of experts has come to believe that sex between men itself both anal as well as oral intercourse is likely the main driver driver of global monkeypox transmission the skin contact that comes with sex these experts say is probably much less of a risk factor so in recent weeks a growing body of scientific evidence including a trio of studies published in peer-reviewed journals as well as reports from the national regional and global health authorities has suggested that experts may have framed monkeypox typical transmission route precisely backwards mm. and there's a growing body of evidence supports that sexual transmission particularly through seminal fluids is occurring with the current monkeypox outbreak says dr Anir Ruda Hazra, medical director of the University of Chicago Sexual Wellness Clinic, referring to monkeypox and to recent studies that found the virus in semen. Oh, wow. Other infectious disease physicians at the University of Southern California uh, have also 
concurred with this largely transmitting through anal and oral intercourse between men. Quote, it looks very clear to us that this is an infection that is transmitting sexually the vast majority of the time. Well, I don't know if these are actual studies, so we can, Mm -hmm. you know, stand by that. I just think that we're kind of on our own with a lot of this. And you, like you, Jeremy, kind of have to make up our own mind with what you're comfortable doing and what you're not comfortable doing. I just think that a concert, this could have been a great opportunity. I'm glad that they're not canceling the entire Southern Decadence event. This is one known, like the promoter said, to be a sweaty one. I I do think it puts a message out there, though, that you can't have fun. And this is one that has been canceled for the last several years due to COVID that I think, you know, why not have like other events are doing? I just read in Oakland where they're having the vaccine on site and this isn't a sexual event. So I just think it puts the wrong messaging out there to cancel this. Plus all of the artists that want to perform at this, it's just like really, I don't think, they should cancel that. Do you still agree with that, Cody? I still stand by what I said. And um, <laughs> I, I think that, yeah. Um, well, they're going to have the monkeypox vaccine on site. Doesn't it take two weeks for it to even get through your system? My monkeypox shot still hurts from when I got it, I think, last week. Yes, absolutely. My arm did for a week as well. And I think that this is not like we've reported on San Francisco Doriali Festival, which is known to be one of my favorites, BDM Festival, where there is close contact through a lot of the events and things that they are showing. Mm-hmm. This is a concert. So yeah. I I don't know. I'm just questioning how much good this will actually do as far as having it, having it there at the concert. They should be having it in the in the clinics and in the clubs, I guess. Maybe they should have it in the club and then that way it can be disseminated in a, a faster. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I am. Yeah, not it's a putting a lot of. Yeah, it's I putting think a lot. This is not not the most appropriate way or the most expedient way to 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 get this out there. Yeah. And lastly, this is just came out a few seconds ago before we went on. Roughly, there's a new study out there. Roughly half of gay men say they've reduced the number of sex partners they've had recently in order to avoid catching monkeypox. And the other half continued being unabashed (laughs) deviant whores, according to this story. (laughs) Good for them. I'm just going to read you a couple (laughs) of numbers. 50% reduced their number of one-time sexual encounters and 49% reduced how much sex they have they had with partners they met through dating apps or sexual venues. Public health bodies, including the World Health Organization, the CDC, have recommended that men we know consider reducing their number of sexual partners. Um, it, I will say this. It has put a lot of fear in the community. And with yeah. differing stories like we're hearing with concerts being canceled and other sexual events still going on and just on and on and mixed messages on how you actually get it. And really, I think the answer is people don't really know that mm-hmm. it has put a little fear. I mean, I literally was sitting in Central Park by myself having a lovely time over the weekend. And yesterday was sitting with my friend and I'm like, what is this on my arm? And I, I'm convinced, as my friend 
convince me too that I have I caught a couple of mosquito bites. But can I tell you, I was so freaked out, just like, oh, shit. No, I feel Is this that? I put a bandage on one of them just because I was like, I don't want to go out. I don't want to be in the gym and have people look at me. And and there was literally, they're in places where you would get a mosquito, where I was hanging out, where my arm is hanging out, where I always get them on my ankle. And I'm pretty sure 99.9%, knocking on wood right now, that they are mosquito bites. But Jeremy, do you think is there a lot of fear going around? Are you fearful of this? I am. I mean, I've I've definitely had like an ingrown hair or two. <laughs> yeah. and I just got so worried that it was that, and I'm like, and I haven't had any sex, and I'm just like mm-hmm. still worried about it. Just being at home, <laughs> so I I think it's just it's the unknown and also the changing information that makes people scared in general. And it's something on the newer end of just new infectious like diseases and just something that you can get. And seeing videos on TikTok has really like driven me nuts. Yeah. Like yeah. where now it comes up on my for you page and damn it. I'm like, oh, oh my God, why did I search this? Like, <laughs> now I'm tracking the records of like all these random people and their whole process of it. And it's just freaking me out. But I'm, I like really, it's also good to be in the know at the same time. It's better than not knowing anything about it. So at the same time, it's like a give and take. It's, it's good to know, but it's also like hard to know what's the truth and what's not and what's the newest information and what's not. And I don't know. I, I've definitely freaked myself out just from, like I said, ingrown hairs that right mosquito bites on this end. Yeah. And, and Cody, I know I asked you the other day. We didn't get to talk about it on Tags Live, but if you could just quickly, if you want to, tell us in the in an age of anxiety as a life coach in general, what's some tactics that people can use to kind of get through this period and not freak themselves out? Meditation really helps for me. Uh, I know when my eczema flares up and I'm like, I have no idea what this is. Yeah, I have eczema. It's really just the worst. (laughs) But good point. Yeah, Yeah. stress. Exactly. So the meditation helps for me as well as just reminding yourself that even if you do get monkeypox, it's not the end of it shouldn't the, be the end exactly. of the world exactly it's not the end of the world it you will you will get through it this too shall pass and kind of looking at the bigger picture as opposed to focusing on this one small thing yes it will suck while you have it but you will get through it great advice and i would have to just think that I got through the longest period of my broken ankle and all that. You know, you guys lived through the through the show on how long it took me to finally walk again, and it yeah. was a long period. If for some reason, of course, I would check in with my doctor and I would be on a plan. But yes, hopefully, because I'm vaccinated, that I could overcome this quicker than not. But yeah, 
Great advice. Moving on to a sex party <laughs> might oh not be the greatest segue here. Like, wait a, a minute. <laughs> there's a great, there's an interesting article. I'll leave it at that by on out called the sex party checklist, a guide to helping your guests come together by Alexander Shivas. He writes, if you have a house or apartment, you can have a sex party and sex parties. All right. I love the segue that we are going on here, but Hey, listen, Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> this guy Public has worked and safety. What's going I, on well, here? You know, this just came out, but I was in really this climate? in this climate. People, you know, uh, sex parties are an endless customizable appealing to all ages and orientations. They're except accessible to singles and couples depending on their openness in a stranger so this guy put together because he's worked in the sex industry he's written cop he's been a copywriter for leading sex brands he's done it all and he came up with a list of some of the best things to take into consideration when planning a sex party and we're just going to read a few of them and then i'm going to ask you a couple questions okay number one as for any event plan ahead well right he says in other words don't be horny in your bed on a saturday night and plan a, an affair like an hour later i agree with that you must mm -hmm. own a space you must own a space number two that you do not share with anyone or have permission from the owner of the space to have a sex party and it might seem basic, but there have been stories of roommates coming in and being like, I didn't agree to this. And what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> in this climate? I know, Number right? three, attendees must be, must be kept private, even from other attendees. So Ooh, don't be sharing the... Masquerade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number four, what happens at your party stays at your party. That should be obvious. Be transparent to all attendees. That is, in fact... A sex party. That one I'm going to change a little bit in my response in a second. Bring your own essentials. You know, the lube, the poppers, the essentials. Have a plan for emergencies. Wow, that's a, you know, know your local <laughs> emergency room. Because people do party favors. Do not have completely private areas, he writes. I'll let you read all this on tagspodcast.com. If there's furniture in the space, protect it. Oh, my Put God. tarps over it, plastic wrap. Ten, set, <laughs> yeah. set a clear drug policy and clearly commu uh, communicate to all attendees. And drama, the greatest threat to your fabulous party is drama. So couples that may not be totally open that think they are, warn them about this. As hosts, it's your job to ask people to, to leave if they need to leave. Hide your valuables at number 13. Make it as wild or traditional as you like. And 15, ask attendees to give up some money for the cleanup. Oh, nice. Well, I'm going to go back to number five, Jeremy, the one that talked about be transparent to all attendees that it is, in fact, a sex party because you and I hosted a party here for several years called XXXmas Party. Oh. That was a lot of fun, and it was during the Christmas season. Get the wink and nod to XXXmas, and it was a kind of an homage to the what's Eyes Wide Shut, if you will, the film. It was masquerade many times. It was a mm -hmm. leather Christmas party. One year, I believe you were at 
co-hosted with me, we had my kitchen into a dark room. Mm-hmm. But in addition to that, we always, every single year, had my bedroom back area with a sling up and we had somebody flogging for the BDSM community. And for many people that had never experienced that, they got to try that. I don't know that we really put it on other than it was XXXmas, but we didn't really say what was going to happen at the party. And I think it was a success. What were your thoughts on that party and what this article is suggesting? I think it was kind of less rules and it worked out fine. But I think we also knew all of the guests personally. Right. Which I think makes a difference. So I I do think some of his rules are helpful and uh and informative at the same time. But I also I don't really know about the charging a fee for a cleanup when <laughs> yeah, I mean if tacky. you're gonna if you're gonna throw a party, you should be handling the cleanup after, I think. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. And that's such an excellent point. We did not do that at all. And when I had people, I had people, you know, I hired a couple hot people to work a guy naked in an apron as the bartender. Okay. Maybe not the best choice I made because didn't know what vodka soda was. And (laughs) one of my guests came up to me and said, your Bart, when I said, I'll have a vodka soda, your bartender said, okay, what kind of soda would you like with that? And it was like, <laughs> "Are you? oh, oh, wow, I didn't really need to go remedial on there, but okay. Well, anyway. let's just say we didn't hire him for his bartending skills. <laughs> we did not. We did not. And But I agree with you. When you host a party, don't make people pay. I just think, no, if you're going to go to the – just throw the party. But that means yeah. – Take responsibility for everything. I turned my kitchen of all places into a red light district one year, and it was it. People went in there in the curtain. Yeah, it was juicy. It was super juicy, and it was fun. And oh I didn't feel I didn't put. I, it was super fun. It was a time and a place in my life that we did this, and you know maybe someday we'll revisit it. I don't know that I'm there right now, but it was super fun. Cody, what are your thoughts? You now live with your boyfriend in yes. your own apartment. Would you guys yes. throw a, a party no. of this nature? <laughs> nope. Like the movie says, nope. <laughs> we are not throwing no sex parties up in my crib. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you can take that down the block. I don't know. <laughs> when, why not? No, no. Not, not on today. I'm sorry. Um, no, I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. But we will not be throwing sex parties. I am not. You're trying to get through living with somebody brand new in a relationship. <laughs> Let's not add in. Let's throw a sex party. In. I don't really... need that. I don't want to see that. Thank I don't want to see much. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, what, you've been to a sex party. I know oh, you have. What were your bro. thoughts on some of the things that I wrote that this person wrote on BYOE, bring your own essentials thing. So if you're not going to charge people, then you should definitely have them bring all their essentials, the lube, the, if they use condoms, condoms, what, what have you, all of that stuff they need to bring for themselves and they need to be made aware that they need to bring those things. So I will tell, and I have a story. Okay. I went to a (laughs) party at somebody's house. They did charge, which I didn't mind. It was like 15 bucks. It was just so that they could have a a cleaner or whatever. Maybe they got a little bit of overhead on tops. Anyway, um, I didn't mind paying it, but 
I'm glad I did pay it because on the way out, after a successful, lovely sex party experience where I hooked up with several dudes and, you know, uh, it was it was just amazing. I was putting on my clothes and I knocked over a mirror, like a full <gasps> standing mirror. I knocked Seven it over. Seven years of bad sex. <laughs> <laughs> At a sex party, Cody. Parties. <laughs> In this climate? Seriously? In this climate. It was, it was a big one too. And I was so embarrassed. It was just, everybody was in the foyer. We were all leaving. So everyone saw it. So oh I was mortified. God. I was like, I will pay for it. Was it one of those cheap mirrors or like a nice one? Um, I was in between. It was a mid-grade mirror, I okay. would say. So I wasn't I did feel really bad, but he didn't make me pay for it. So Okay, good. But uh, he's like, You have bad sex uh luck now, so I, I'm not gonna have you pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I thought I could add to the list is I literally opened up my mail today and I got it said NYC from the health and hygiene department. I didn't even know there was a health and hygiene department here in New York City. I mean, on these streets, child. <laughs> but I opened it up and it said smallpox, monkeypox, Janaeus. Is it that Janaeus? Is that how you say it, Cody? I have the, no the idea. Vac vaccination receipt form, <laughs> certificate of immunity. So I got a copy of that I have been vaccinated for smallpox, monkeypox, Janaeus vaccination. Oh. And it said I have one injection on that. I might ask everyone to bring their form, piece yes. of paper, to come into this party that I, this imaginary party that I'm going to throw at some point. <laughs> documents via what is what, uh, Adobe shop. I don't know what it is. I'm not a computer Adobe person. Illustrator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I think, you know, that would be something very important to add to it for sure. All right. Well, we love it when people write into us. And you can always write into us, ask us on Instagram at Tags Podcast, DM us, or go to tagspodcast.com. One of our listeners wrote into us, hey guys, I had such a great day. And then a guy I met during Pride and saw two weeks ago gave me his number two weeks ago. We were supposed to have a date or hang out. He came to the bar. So I'm assuming this guy works is a bartender. I, this is the impression I get. He came to the bar, talked and laughed with me right in front of my face. He told me we could meet and have a date. He okay. called his friend over and they began making out in front of my face after he told me they were just friends. I snapped at him saying, I guess I can lose your number now. He then proceeded to make out with his friend in front of my face again. Um, I cried, but I, this is separately because I was communicating with him. I cried, but I pulled my confidence up and sent him this text. This is him to the guy. You're your own person. You have the right to do as you please. That was very hurtful to see you making out with your quote friend in front of me at my job. Okay. So that clarifies that oh, wow. just an hour after we connected again and chatted about making time to see each other, do what you will. I will respect and support that. But I ask you not to make, but I ask you not to make out with men at my job while in front of my face again. Thank you. To be clear, 
That is my boundary, friendship or otherwise. Should we ever speak again, I cannot and will not tolerate being disrespected. Equally, I would treat you with the same respect. I genuinely hope no one looks you in the eye before kissing someone. It was clear I wanted to get to know you more as a friend and possibly sexually if the vibe was right. Intentionally or otherwise, that shit hurts people and it hurt me today. And he never got a response... He says he has a weakness. This is separate. He has a weakness for Hispanic men. You know, the ones with those big round eyes and perfect smile. That shit will have me in the kitchen cooking and cleaning up for their ass. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Well, girl, (laughs) this is kind of crazy, Jeremy. But what would your response be? Did he handle it well? And should he just move on? I mean, I think it's a definite that he should just move on. But I like just my cold hard honesty i would say he thought of it too serious immediately just asking for his number i think in that setting you have to understand that they can meet someone five minutes later and if you're a bartender you need a thicker skin to know that those things happen right in front of you every single day every single night And I'm speaking from example, Mm -hmm. working in a leather shop, I talked to someone that I absolutely loved, fall in love with immediately, Mm -hmm. and the next second I see them fucking someone, like when I go run to the bathroom or something. Am I going to sit and cry? Of course not, because (laughs) life goes on, you move on, there's plenty of other fish in the sea, I don't lose sleep over it, but that's just how I've grown, like over time of being in that nightlife setting and not taking things too seriously, there's always going to be someone better out there for you. And I think that this, in this specific situation, it sounds like a common occurrence that I would see if I was working in nightlife. That's just my honest opinion. And it's so funny you would mention when you worked there at the Eagle here in New York City, because I was going to reference a bartender that we both know on that has also connected with people that they had this whole connection and they were flirting and may even making out. And then my friend would recount that he would then step away from the bar and go to an area and see the guy fucking away somebody else. And he would be so pissed. And, and I would often, I feel for my friend, but I would also feel like you're at your place of business. And what is it that is acceptable because they are going to meet people while they're there too. I think, though, whenever I've had the chance and gotten lucky with somebody that works at a bar, I mind my P's and Q's. If if you're going to give me attention as a bartender or where you work, Jeremy, or anybody that works, I feel privileged that you I already get that you guys see 999 people a week and that you somehow have given me the time of day and not just given me the time of day, but have developed this crush thing going i am not going to ruin it by going into a back area or like this situation make out in front of the person which is really tacky yeah at least in your situation they you just happen to notice it in the back this is somebody doing it in front of their face that's some fucking narcissistic shit going on i don't know i just don't think it's someone that you want to like stay talking to like 
do you really want to get to know that person mm-hmm. after you see that? I People and, show you who I mean, they are early on, even yeah, if they are drunk. I just wouldn't shed a tear over someone like that. Yeah. Next. I, I Sorry, next. Jeremy more. or Cody, what's your thoughts on advice for our listener? I couldn't agree more. I think that anybody who could do that right in front of you is not worth your time a day. You honestly dodged a bullet because if the, if that person told you that they were your friend and then they're making out with them, do you really want to be with somebody that get that is doing that with their friends? It just, it just, I don't know. For me personally, I'm not trying to judge anybody or anything that anybody does. It seems to me like that is the type of person that I would not personally want to be with. So you have to take into take into consideration. I understand that your feelings were hurt, but it's time to just uh, have have your emotions and go through them and deal with them and then take a step back and realize that that's not the person for me. And let me stay pumping. Let me stay on you really quick, Cody, because if he responded to this guy and sent him, I I thought it was really, I, I thought it was really good that he responded back to the guy and said how he truly felt. I do also think that he should let it go at this point because the guy never responded back, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like he needed to get it out of his system. Sometimes we got to release and purge for our own human insanity sake. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that was good that he did that. But I did. I actually probed the question separately. Did he ever respond back? He says nope. And but I don't think you should ever res- expect. A response from that but do you think it's okay to say how you feel i know hmm. it's su- super easier said than done to say move on sorry next we get it ariana grande you know but sometimes in the heat of the moment or when you're feeling down and out or they've struck a nerve is it okay to ever put it out there for one last time and say this is what you did to me but not expect a response yeah the closure aspect of it. I see what you're saying. I do think that for certain situations, that's important. I don't know if... Like, what is it going to get you? (laughs) Exactly. The level of commitment in this specific situation, if that is necessarily something you should expect closure from this type of this relationship, because there's right. It was really not a whole lot of investment there. And I'm trying to really say this as kind and as gentle and as holding as possible because i really do feel for this person and i really hope that they're you know they're doing okay and i think they are in talking to them i just think it was you know you know we all connect jeremy i think i think that's what you were alluding to jeremy is that you've connected with people when you worked and in the leather room bar at the leather shop and people can have an effect on you and you're vibing with them. And then to see that five minutes later, they're off with somebody else. It's like, well, what was that that we just had? Mm -hmm. Right. And that can feel shitty, but you do have to move on and you have to just be like, chalk it up to it's the nightlife and people are fickle and it just is what it is. It's not personal. And when you finally do find that person that's not going to go off and be in the back room with somebody else right after meeting you, then it's just going to make it that much sweeter, honestly. 
Right. Absolutely. I hope that helps a little bit and always feel like you can re, uh, reach out to us for some takes on some advice conundrums. Again, go to tagspodcast.com or DM us at tagspodcast on Instagram. And lastly, on a Reddit thread, people, this person asked the question, people who ask, quote, will I see you again in person? It's a genuine question, according to this person. Why do you do that? It's just an uncomfortable thing and puts the other person on the spot under pressure. It would be it would be much easier to handle by text. Quote, I've noticed on a couple of my recent dates, particularly the ones that didn't go well, and I wasn't interested on a second gone, that the other person hit me with that question, will I see you again? I appreciate any perspective they write, uh, hence my question. I don't think it's really a bad question to yeah. ask that. I mean, maybe you thought it didn't go well, but I often, if I spend some time with somebody, like on a recent, from speed dating, I went on two dates, one of which I was pretty sure I wanted to, I knew I wanted to see the guy and he's already been texting me back. He's on holiday right now in Europe. And we are going to get together when Ooh. he gets back. Yeah, super excited about that. He sent me a picture from Roma. Super excited about that. The other one, we had a great date together, but I kind of felt maybe we weren't sexually there. The chemistry wasn't quite there. I did say at the end of it, I think we should get together again. I actually meant that because I liked this person. Now, I also meant that let's... You know, but I haven't reached out and he hasn't reached out. And I think that's just fine. Jeremy, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think, do you ever say that? Like, would you, you know? I I kind of feel like it's an awkward thing to ask. And I oh, do. Oh, you agree then? Okay. I do think that it is easier in text. And I feel like myself personally, I would just automatically answer yes. Even if they're, <laughs> I'm not, don't plan on seeing them again. <laughs> Just because I feel awkward when somebody asks that at the end of it. And I think you know off of a vibe from someone else whether you're going to see them again or not. So for me, it's not something I would ask. I don't think I would ask it in text either. But I do think that text is easier to ask it. Mm -hmm. But I, I just know myself personally, I would always say yes, even if I don't plan to see them again. Well, put yourself quickly, Jeremy, in my shoes, where I met this person on speed dating. We both clicked the box friendship. We both clicked the box would go on a date. We went on the date. The date went great. I just think maybe there wasn't that chemical reaction that maybe we, you know, on the date side, Mm -hmm. but we did have a great time and we stayed for three cocktails and had lots to talk about. In that situation, it, I also meant maybe as a friendship thing, too. Well, I mean, you could always say, when do you want to get coffee again? Or like something more you, casual. Yeah. Would you like to get a, like a drink or go to the park with me or go for a bike ride? I don't know. There are other things to ask rather than like that specifically. Am I going to see you again? Because I feel like that specific question is a little bit more romantic mm-hmm. in it in itself than just a casual meetup. 
That's good insight because the one that I knew from when he sat down at speed dating to the one that we went on that first date to the same one that we made out at the end of the date and who Mm -hmm. has since texted me from Rome, a picture of him, that chemistry was tried and true from the get-go, from the Mm -hmm. moment he sat down for that speed dating till now in Rome. And we are going to see each other again. So I guess, yeah, people should really cut out the bullshit and just go with, you know, not waste other people's time, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Well, on that note, I'm totally guilty. (laughs) Uh Oh, here we go. Let's see. I'm totally guilty of saying... And on left field over here, we've got Cody Marie's Dorget. (laughs) We should meet up. I'm totally guilty of saying we should meet up again soon and having no intention of actually meeting up. (laughs) I've done it so many times because it's just a natural thing to say in the moment when you're, you know, wrapping up a date. Oh, okay. Good night, kiss. Uh, let's meet up again soon. It's just completely natural, and you well, shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't Cody, bring yourself too hard. You well, you're definitely hard. not getting a good night kiss if you're not gonna. Yeah, if I don't plan to see you again. <laughs> oh, honey, I always get a good night. You kiss. know what? No, see, I'm actually with Jeremy. So I did say that with the date that I liked him, uh-huh. but I didn't think there was a chemical. I said, we should get together. I, I said that. I didn't ask him the question, are we going to see? Because that's a little weird. But I said, we should get together again sometime. Or we sh- Would you want to do? Th- I think I said, would you want to do this again? But this, like drinks, cocktails, and that kind of thing. But I also leave it up to life. Did yeah. he? He hasn't reached out to me. I haven't reached. My sister asked me, so what about the one that you went out with on Thursday? He hasn't reached out to me. I haven't reached out to him. And I think that's, and that's fine. I know. And honestly, guys, I know he has a nice feeling of how that went. Just like I had a nice feeling of that went. That's Mm -hmm. lovely. But it's just, there's maybe not enough energy in there to, for either one of us to go that extra mile and put it out there. And that's life. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, Where the other one here he is texting me from Rome and we really do want to see each other. I'm looking, f- I can't wait for this date. There is chemistry and Ooh. yeah. I mean, to go on another date and we're in each other's mind. He texts me. I've been thinking about you and that's, you know, it's just where people are at. Cody, we're going to mm-hmm. wrap up with anything else. Uh, I think I said everything I wanted to say. I'll okay. probably have something else. It'll come back to me, and then you can make me sound smart. <laughs> okay. I love it. Thank you guys for playing. This has been so much fun, so much to talk about. We'll continue the Definitely. conversation as always. You can follow Jeremy Ross Lopez on Instagram at J Ross Lopez. J Ross Lopez. Follow Cody. He's a life coach at KMD Coaching. And mr maurice at mr maurice and like i said follow us at tags podcast at tags podcast on all platforms and in the meantime guys continue having safe hot gay gay sex